Hi everybody, welcome to another Chats with Chaudhry. Today I'm at BPI Virtual Day 2. I know it seems a bit weird, but I actually am. And I'm talking to one of today's speakers, uh, Tony Hitchcock, who's the Technical Director of Cobra Biologics, who's going to be speaking today on the development of a second generation plasmic select resin at 8.40pm UK time. So if you're going to be there, make sure you check that out. So we're going to talk about that a bit more. Tony, how are you first of all? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for asking me to present as well. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you for taking time out to talk to me. I know you've got a very busy day. So the last time we spoke was actually in February in Berlin when you were presenting at the Dispo manufacturing event for IQPC. A lot's changed since we met in February in Berlin, hasn't it? It certainly has. Um, I was due to fly out to the States shortly after that um, to present again at a BPI meeting at BPI West. Obviously, if everything's got cancelled, we've moved all online. So it's it's a very different world um, from what we um, left in Berlin, basically, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, yes, it's all changed for everybody. Now, before we start talking about uh, your presentation, perhaps you tell people who are not familiar with Cobra Biologics, although you've been in the news quite a lot, but you can give people a, a quick overview of Cobra uh, Biologics and actually your role within that. Okay, so Cobra Biologics is a contract manufacturer um, for specialising in gene therapy products. Um, we're actually now owned by Cognate Bioservices based in Memphis in the US. And Cobra has two sites, one here in the UK at, based on the Keele University campus, where we make virus and plasmid DNA. And then we have a second site at Mapforce in Sweden, just outside Sundsvall. And that specialises in technical proteins, but also increasingly that's expanding to take on um, plasmid DNA contracts. Um, so we're very moving very much into the gene therapy space as a contract manufacturer specialising in that area. Right. My role is actually, as technical director, is to work with collaboration. So I work with partners, um, industrial academic partners. I work with trying basically trying to um, bring in new technologies and support that kind of development, the new platform processes within the company. And I also, um, through my technical expertise or experience, I guess, support the commercial development of trying to bring new customers and projects into the business as well. Right. Well, that brings me quite nicely onto my next question, actually, because obviously in August, the big news was that uh, Biologics had signed a supply agreement with AstraZeneca to provide the GMP manufacturing of their COVID-19 vaccine candidate, all being well. So that must have been pretty exciting, but also quite stressful for you to get that final. Um, I must admit, I've only had a limited um, role in that. So we actually started that collaboration with the University of Oxford back in March. Um, so it's been a huge um, effort and achievement, especially from the manufacturing, the operations, QA group. Um, so it's involved not only bringing in that process, bringing in a lot of new equipment. Um, we've actually brought a new virus stream to virus streams online during that period. So, it's been a massive achievement and effort over the last six months for everybody involved in the kill site. Um, we're also involved in a number of other um, COVID projects as well, um, including one in Mapforce. Um, so yes, it's been a huge <laughs> challenge over the last six months, I guess, for the business, but it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for us to contribute and help out in as we were discussing before we started, a massive need for a vaccine um, 
you know, so I think it, it, it's a huge challenge for the industry and hopefully we're responding in to that. Yeah, well, well, obviously, I'm sure everyone's best wishes are with you and the whole team in, uh, and the Oxford team in developing that vaccine, all the other vaccines which are out there. I mean, and that leads on to another question, actually, because obviously there's a lot of different vaccines being developed at the moment all over the globe. I mean, how do you think the pharma industry has reacted to the whole situation? You know, in, you know, because it is quite desperate the way that things are working. Every country's doing their own thing. So from your perspective, how do you think uh, things have developed and how the industry's reacted to the situation? On the whole, I think the industry's acted very positively. I think it's a difficult um, situation they find themselves in. The vaccines is kind of a smaller standalone part of a lot of businesses. It is not used to these kind of developing anything like this is completely unique. They clearly have platforms for flu vaccines, which they have responded to successfully over the years. So it, it's a very difficult scenario for them. It's obviously a lot more political than they've ever been involved in as well. So yes, on the whole, I think the industry's acted in a very positive manner. And I think they've tried to operate with a level of trying to maintain integrity. And I think the key thing is that people have trust and confidence in any vaccines that we develop in terms of their safety and their efficacy and i think that's a key thing for the industry to achieve rather than be pulled around by other pressures because we can't have a vaccine going out in which people don't have confidence in its efficacy and safety that would be extremely detrimental going forward 100 yeah, percent, i agree with 100 percent on that well said uh, so let's talk about your presentation today at bpi uh, so why is the development of second generation uh, plasmid select resin important in the first place and uh, why should people come and listen to you Tony? <laughs> well, should, uh, hopefully so it's a it's basically um, the plasmid select resin is a resin that GE and now Cytiva have developed I guess over 10 years ago and Cobra adopted it for the use of um, making our plasmid products so its basic function is separating different forms of plasmid out to give a high quality, super cold plasmid levels. The reason we looked at developing a new resin or went to, and talked to Cytiva about that is that as the demand for plasmid is growing, as the gene therapy market's growing, and also we are seeing demand for plasmid-based um, COVID vaccines, is there a need to scale that process up? And the resin base they had that originally on was predominantly an analytical-based high-resolution resin. Right. Um, but it was unsuitable for making larger-scale production batches. And we wanted to have something that was scalable and allow us to significantly increase our production scales. So we've had a number of conversations as part of my role to do that with Cytiva about setting up and establishing, developing um, a new resin with them modifying what we've got rather than completely reinventing um so it was a very successful collaboration we did a lot of practical inputs supplied all the source materials they obviously did the resin production and also the scale up of that production system and the qualification to allow them to manufacture that for use in clinical production processes so i guess it's the story of how and challenges developing a new resin uh and which I think is quite intimidating to a lot of people, but actually it is something that's achievable with the right partners. So I think it's, it's kind of a more about 
that and the collaboration side of it and how we work together. So I think that's hopefully comes over in the presentation. Well, I'm sure well, I've heard you speak and you're, you're very good. So I'm sure people will enjoy it. And I have to say collaboration is obviously the key word, I think, which is coming out again and again, uh, certainly uh, over the last six to nine months where everyone is having to work closer together and you're seeing competitors now working closer together as well to find solutions i think that is the sort of buzzword in the whole industry isn't it? it's collaboration I, I think so we've got a number of challenges coming towards us and i think especially in we're looking at very high complex medicines now especially in areas like gene therapy and the notion of someone trying to take all that on themselves is probably not realistic. We need to have partners we can work with to develop those technical um, areas rather than trying to do everything yourself and in-house. It, it's, it's not achievable as a project. The, the challenges are too complex for someone to try and take on their own. So we need to find those kind of ways of working where we identify partners with specialist knowledge in certain areas and share share the success rather than have a miserable failure on our own might be a way of putting it but i think that you know that's that's reality is it is that it's better have sort of 20 percent of something that works rather than 100 percent of something that doesn't work i agree so I I that's my philosophy in life in i that. think yeah you have to do that yeah, yeah I, so I think you have to you have to be honest and realistic about what you can and cannot achieve and then find the best route forward to achieving shared goals with partners Fantastic. Look, I, for those who don't know, I actually only asked Tony about two hours ago to do this interview. So he's all been very short notice. So he's been kind enough to t put me, fit me in his time schedule to do this. So I'm not going to take any more of your time, Tony. I appreciate you taking the time out. It's been really interesting, actually. Thank you very much for giving a bit of background in terms of the AstraZeneca uh, collaboration as well, and also the presentation. As Tony said, he's presenting today. It's this evening. So if you're attending the event, please uh, click on the show website and you'll be able to find details on the presentation. If you can't make it, I'll put a link to Cobra Biologics as well so you can find out more about what they do and uh, there'll be a link there as well. Or if you've got any questions for Tony, I'm sure you'll be happy to answer. Just stick them in the comments box below the video. And I'm sure we'll be happy to say so all that's left for me to say is, Tony, thank you very much for your time, mate. I much appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Uh, and uh, thank you all for watching. Until next time, as always, stay well and stay safe. Take care. Bye-bye.